Welcome to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you're left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Because you're finally at home at Kiever's Place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. I am your host and producer of Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. So thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be able to just sit before you for about 30 minutes to an hour and just bring on amazing guests and just chat it up with you and just share and connect. That's what I love about the show and interacting with you. So thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, If you are just joining us, like I said, my name is Kiva Lernice Murdaugh. I am your host. I am your producer of Kiva's Place. I'm also a certified life coach. I'm a consultant. I'm a facilitator. I'm a speaker. I am uh, just, I wear so many different hats. I'm an entrepreneur. I have several other businesses and I'm also in the rehab field as well. So welcome, welcome, welcome again. If you're just joining us for the very first time, we are actually doing a series that precedes our upcoming anthology in Perfectly Fierce and Focused. And tonight I did have a special guest joining me tonight. Unfortunately, she is having some technical difficulties. So we will try to pre-record her um, segment a little bit later on this evening and hopefully be able to upload it and play it in our broadcast at a later time. So I do apologize if you are supporters of Miss Different. Um, she was scheduled to be on tonight, but unfortunately, she's having a little bit of technical difficulty. So we will try to pre-record, excuse me, and then upload it into the show at a later time. But the show still must go on. So I'm going to speak with you very briefly. Um, for those, I have not been on the show on air live within the past couple of weeks. I've, I've had a lot going on. So if you follow me you've been following along with this journey that I'm currently on. Um, and you also was the first to hear the fantastic news about what I've had going on recently. So I've been recently won the Mrs. South Carolina plus America Supreme Queen pageant of 2023. So I'm so excited about this experience. I've never done a pageant before. Prior to winning Mrs. South Carolina, I was the reigning Mrs. Camden plus America 2023. And we had our state competition. And lo and behold, not only did we win, honey, but we won Queen Supreme. Yes. So I am so excited about this opportunity to be able to share my platform, which is to end childhood sexual abuse. And we know that this is definitely a problem within not only our community as African-Americans, but everywhere in every community 
across the globe. This is not a USA problem. This is not a, a one-sided culture problem. This is an issue everywhere you go. One in five girls and one in 20 boys are victims of childhood sexual abuse. So those children that are abused, if they do not get the tools that they need to be able to move forward and it, be able to heal, then you deal with hurting adults, which could lead to a completely different dynamic and situation. So this platform is near and dear to my heart. I am a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. So I know about this firsthand. So when I tell you that I come from a place of, you know, not only experience, but a place of complete passion for this platform, I mean exactly what I say. I, I have walked the walk, I have done the healing, so I can talk the talk. So this platform is very, very, very near and dear to me. So I'm so excited to be able to, and let me show y'all my crown. Hold on a minute. Can y'all see this beauty? Just look at her, look at her. Oh my gosh, I am so blessed to be able to represent such a wonderful organization. And don't get us confused. We're not Miss America. We're Miss Plus America. And I love this platform because it allows an opportunity for full-figure, beautiful, plus-size women to be able to have a stage that reflects who they are authentically and also represent a cause that is near and dear to her heart. So if I'm going to do something, I might as well do something that represents who I am, just encompasses who I am completely, full-figured, beautiful, bold, courageous, and have a cause that we really need to make sure that we are um, um, equipping our community to be able to put, in, put a stop to this. Um, but moving on with our series. So this was supposed to be part six of our Imperfectly Fierce and Focused series. So this series, as I stated at the very beginning of the show, it precedes our upcoming anthology project, which is, which is titled Imperfectly Fierce and Focused. So we were bringing on several guests who this particular phase of the series, these guests are not authors in the book. They will be coming on a little bit later on in the next coming weeks. But these are individuals in everyday communities that is sharing how they're able to overcome difficult situations and still live in perfectly fierce and focused. So because my guests could not join me tonight, I'm going to share a little bit more of my experience about how I live in perfectly first and focused. Not going to share everything because to get the lowdown, you have to buy the book, okay? Which is going to be launching at the end of May. But lo and behold, I do want to share with you a little bit of my personal experiences as well, um, just so you can have a better understanding of who I am, my background, and why I am living in perfectly first and focused. So to tell you a little bit about me, I was born and raised in a small town called King Street, South Carolina. I love King Street to life. I still have family and friends there. I went to school there. My first job was there. My first everything was there. So that's home. And as a child, I did experience childhood sexual abuse. 
okay? Not something that I was proud of. Matter of fact, I hid it for many, many, many years. The statistics that I dropped at the very top of the show, one in five girls and one in 20 boys are victims of childhood sexual abuse. Those are the numbers that they have on file. But I believe that that number is very, very low because there are so many people such, such as myself that did not report it. We live with this every day and we did not report it. So I really believe that the true number is probably very, very large. It's far sees one in five girls. I really truly believe that. I don't have the numbers to back it up, but I believe it because there are a lot of individuals that I have spoken with, both men and women, that have also um, experienced that same thing and did not report it. It went unreported. So that's why I feel like the numbers are significantly more than what is currently on file. Um, what inspired me to actually find my voice is that as an adult, I realized um, in dealing with certain situations that I was still being um, influenced or impacted by what happened to me as a child. How many of you know that when you go through some traumatic experiences, even if you don't deal with that issue head on, there is some residual effects from it. So that's why it's so important for you to acknowledge what happened. We can't ignore what happened. We have to accept it, first of all. Accept it and then acknowledge it because that begins the healing process. And for me, um, not acknowledging it and not accepting it, there were certain issues that I was dealing with that at first I didn't even correlate. I didn't put two and two together to understand that some of what I was experiencing as an adult stemmed from what I went through as a child, right? So many of us live with this reality every day. And until we understand and until we acknowledge the past hurt, pain, traumatic experience, we can't begin to move forward and heal from that experience. So like I said, at the very top of the show, we have so many young people that have not been healed from traumatic experiences. It does not necessarily have to be molestation or rape or anything like that. It could be bullying. It could be anything, losing a loved one, grief. So when we are not dealing with those traumatic experiences, it shows up in our behaviors, in the way we think, in the way we conduct ourselves, in our belief systems. We can't escape our past. So it's very important to face it head on so you can heal and be able to process what happened and get into a better space. So for me, not talking about it, not acknowledging it, I suffered for years. And I must be honest, it's healing for me, even though I'm able to get past what happened and share it and talk to other people, it still is a process, right? Because you have to be careful not to 
revert back into some of those old mindsets, some of those, those old behaviors. So it's really important that when we are healing, we are continuously healing. It's a continuous process, right? Um, and it's something that we have to be cognizant and mindful of on a daily basis. And I struggled. I struggled in intimate relationships. I didn't trust anybody. No one. No one. I had a serious trust issue and it showed up in my marriage. It showed up in how I raised my children. My children didn't go anywhere. They didn't stay with anybody that I didn't know. And it was very select, very few family members that they stayed with because I was very protective over their safety and where they were at all times. So trust was something that I dealt with. A lack of trust is something that I dealt with um, and I'm still dealing with. But in learning to trust people and learning how to, you know, not let down all my walls, but be in a position to where I can interact in a healthy relationship. I can open myself up to receive different types of relationships, whether that's friendships, because I didn't have friends. I have people that I was kind of close with and associated with. Hardly ever do you hear me use the word friend because that was something that I struggled with. That was that loyalty and that trust that I was lacking. So for me, getting to that point to where I was able to accept it and start healing from it, um, it really took a lot to hear from anything. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of growth. It takes a lot of maturity, a lot of mental maturity. It takes a lot of spiritual maturity because for me, my whole foundation is I'm a Christian. So everything that I do is based around my Christian values and principles. So it, it, it literally took a lot for me to be able to um, heal and to forgive and to be able to move beyond in being stuck in that moment. How many of you know that if you don't start that healing process mentally and emotionally and sometimes spiritually, we are stuck in that moment. And I got to the point to where I did not want to be stuck in that moment anymore. At some point, it I had to release it. I had to find a way to forgive the perpetrator, forgive myself, not hold myself accountable or guilty because it was not my fault, right? So I'm here to tell you that if you are dealing with anything similar to that, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. So you have to get to that to that space where you can forgive them, not forget, but forgive. There's that's two different things to forgive them and also to forgive yourself. And for me, being able to do that, it was like a weight being lifted off of my shoulder. So that was one way that I found my voice. The second thing is in speaking and interacting with different people. I, I'm always 
with people. I can't escape being with people. I'm always talking. I'm always sharing. I'm always teaching. I'm always mentoring. I'm always facilitating. So you, I could not escape talking with other people. But what I found out in that process of sharing, of pouring, of communicating, is that I was not the only person that had that experience or anything similar to that. So the more I began to talk about it, I found other people that could relate. And it just so happened that some of them was a little bit further along in their healing journey, which was a beautiful thing to see that you could heal and flourish and come out being bold and fabulous and courageous and full of resiliency and just having that tenacity to just keep moving forward. But there were also some individuals that was not, um, that was still stuck in that moment. So in sharing, I've connected with people from all different walks of lives and in different phases of their healing process or lack thereof. So what I learned was that the more that I share my story for those who were stuck or maybe didn't know how to move out of that space, um, I was able to be that voice. I was able to be that advocate for them, for myself, surely, but also for them to be that individual that they can see that there is life after trauma. There's life after death. There's life after, you know, losses, whether that's business, whether that's personal, professional, whatever. We can bounce back from those experiences. So for me, sharing my story, it also was able to inspire others to find their voice to share their story. And even if they don't share it on a platform such as this, just being able to voice what happened so that they're able to get beyond it and start that process of healing. So the process of healing, that's a whole different show. <laughs> so, and matter of fact, I think I may end up do, doing a show on the process of healing because like I said, in order to move past those experiences, we have to acknowledge, we have to accept, and then we can begin that process of healing. But in order to move past it, we have to do those two things. There's no way around it. We cannot ignore it and then expect for it to go away. It just does not go work that way. Um, another thing, um, what I will say is that if I had to offer any advice to anyone, um, that is still stuck in that place um, that is not able to move move past that moment. Just like what I just said, stated just a few minutes ago, acknowledge it. We cannot run from it. Acknowledge that it did happen. Um, accept that it did occur and forgive. You have to forgive yourself. And you have to forgive the person that hurt you. And forgiving them does not give them power. Forgiving them helps you to release some of that pain. 
It helps you to be able to face it head on. It's okay to get angry. Get, get angry about it. If you need to cry about it, cry about it. If you need to get in contact with a professional who can help you work through some of those emotions, that's all good. If you need a spiritual advisor, someone who will be able to help you through it, but also give you those biblical principles to keep you on task of that healing process, by all means, do that. Do what you need to do. Get those healthy coping mechanisms to help you move forward and get beyond this moment, okay? There is joy on the other side. I promise you there is joy on the other side. There is fulfillment on the other side. There is purpose. There is vision on the other side of grief and pain and anger. I promise you that, but you got to go through those steps in order to get there. I would also let you know to create that, I like to call it that close network, those people, and it's a very small circle, a very small circle of those individuals that you trust with your life. Because when you're talking about going through a process of, of healing, it's not healthy to do it alone. Because sometimes things can come up and try to trip you up. So it's really important to create that, that very close-knit network of individuals that you can have, that you can rely on when in those moments of weaknesses, because I'm telling you, as you're healing, you will have those moments. You will have those moments to where you're not sure how to feel. You know, you may be upset. You may be angry. You may be joyful. You can literally be a roller coaster of various emotions, and that's normal. So it's important to have that close-knit circle that you can support on when you just not feeling like everything is coming together, okay? You need some, some people in your corner to just be able to support you and let you know, sis, you got this, bro, you have this, okay? It may not look that way right now, but everything will come together, but you have to do the work. You have to do the work to get there, okay? Um, if I, let's see, how I'm able to live in perfectly fierce and focused is just that, by implementing everything that I just said, being able to forgive, not necessarily forget, but being able to forgive, giving myself permission to heal giving myself permission to move out of that space, to move out of that moment and giving myself permission to acknowledge that I was not at fault. It was not my fault. For years, I felt like it was my fault. I, for years, I felt like, well, hey, maybe if I wasn't there, if I didn't put myself in that situation, it may have never occurred. Some of us experience that, but I was able to give myself permission to forgive myself 
to allow that healing to begin. So how I'm able to live and perfectly fierce and focused is that I no longer allow that to hold me back. I no longer let that situation, let those emotions dictate how I run my life, how I operate on a day-to-day basis, how I interact with different people and build different relationships. I was one of the ones that was immediately cut you off. If you did something to me and I didn't like it and it made me feel a certain way, you were gone. Wash my hands with you, you were gone. And once I turned that off, I still did not know how to get to revert and reopen those relationships. So now I'm not so quick to cut people off, right? There's grace there where there wasn't grace before. There's a little bit of tolerance and patience there when there was absolutely none before. I had patience for nothing and no one and didn't make any apologies about it either. It just was what it was. But now I'm in a space to where, you know, I still don't tolerate a lot of foolishness. However, I do have grace and I do have patience and I have tolerance for individuals now. And that's something that I'm extremely proud of because that was not the case just a few years ago. Anyone that knows me, I mean, really, really, really know me, know that to be true. Because once I'm done, I'm done. And that's it. Period. Um, End of discussion. So it's really taken me um, a while to get to this place. And I'm so proud of where I am right now. And I encourage you who may be listening to this broadcast that if you can relate to my experiences or any of the other experiences in the other five series entitled Imperfectly Fierce and Focused, then I hope that you're able to put things into perspective, that you're able to start that, start on that road and that journey of healing, and you're able to forgive and to forgive yourself so that you can really show up as the best version of you as just being authentic and in a in a good headspace and heart space because we're not able to be as productive as we are when we're dealing with so much pain and hurt and especially when you're raising a family you can pass on those negative attributes, those anger issues. We don't want to raise a bunch of little angry little people. So we got to make sure that we get ourselves together first. And why not start now? We can't change what happened yesterday, but we can move forward and start healing today. So I just want to just encourage you to start that healing process today and live and perfectly fierce and focused. And in living and perfectly fierce and focused, that just means that even though you live with these imperfections, we live with imperfections every day. Imperfect means I am perfect. So you are perfect in your imperfectly way. And that's okay. Because you are made from a different cloth. There's nobody made like you. You're made perfectly. You're made marvelously. And you're made fearfully. 
So I want you to really encompass that. And just embracing your imperfections, you can still be fierce. You can be a boss. You can be a leader. You can you can run companies. You can lead your home. You can raise your families fiercely because you're confident in who you are and whose you are. And being focused, don't let anybody or anything tell you what you can or cannot do. You change the narrative. You change the narrative of your lives and you change the narrative of your business. You set the rules. You set the stage. So don't let anybody try to discourage you from walking in your purpose, okay? Claim your space. Be authentic in it. And honey, strut. Strut your stuff. My pageant coach says all the time, honey, we don't walk, we strut. So get up there and strut your stuff, okay? Let them see who you are because you never know the lives that you may change. You never know. And your story is not just for you. I said this all the time. Your story is not just for you. It's for somebody else. And you never know the lives that you may touch. So walk in it and just stay in perfectly fierce and focused with your head up high, your chest out, and just strut. I hope that this broadcast has been inspirational to you. I hope that you have gained insight and perspective. If you would like to connect with me, definitely reach out to me. You can find everything that I do and about my other businesses on my digital card. Just go to www.linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Kiever Murdoch, K-E-E, V as in Victor, E-R-M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. You can also find me all over social media. That's Instagram, link, LinkedIn, and um, Facebook. Just go to Kiever Lernice Murdoch. You can find me there. If you would like to be a guest on our show, just visit us at www.tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's Place booking. Again, that's www.tinyurl.com forward slash Kiever's place booking. You saw you can also email us at the Kiever Murdoch show at gmail.com. Again, that's the Kiever Murdoch show at gmail.com. Stay tuned for we're going to be wrapping up our Imperfectly Fierce and Focused series very soon. And then we're going to bring on our authors within the next few weeks. So definitely continue to follow us. We will have a couple more shows from just the average public who will be sharing, sharing with you there um, how they remain in, in Perfectly Fierce and Focused. And then I'm going to bring on the authors and introduce you to them okay so definitely continue to watch i hope you are enjoying this imperfectly fierce and focused series i hope it is just kind of wetting your appetite on what to expect when you purchase the book 
which will be dropping prayerfully the end of May. So definitely stay tuned for that. I'm going to play a couple of our commercials that I didn't play during the show. And then I will come back and um, take you out. So just hang tight. Let's see if I can get my graphics and stay tuned. Off the call for imperfectly fierce and focused, embracing your imperfections while still crushing your goals. If you've ever overcome procrastination, been a survivor of a traumatic experience, overcome fear and imposter syndrome, or even live with a disease, illness, or disability, then you should consider being a co-author for Imperfectly Fierce and Focused. Someone needs to hear your story. Imperfectly Fierce and Focused is not about being perfect. In fact, it's the complete opposite. This anthology is to empower, uplift, and motivate readers to recognize their ability and strength to get beyond the spirit of perfection, fear, and procrastination. It's time to tell your story. So come join our team, meet our visionary and current authors. Kiva Lernies Murdaugh, visionary author. Atricia Doyle, executive assistant and project manager. Dr. Tina D. Lewis, forward author. Lisa Dove Washington, co-author. Jacqueline Kabai Harrison, co-author. Fachina Kirkendall, co-author. Register today to become a co-author in a perfectly fierce and focused. Visit our website at www.tinyurl.com forward slash IFF dash inquiry. Again, it's www.tinyurl.com forward slash IFF dash inquiry. Would you recognize the signs of someone having a seizure? Would you know what to do if you witness someone having a seizure? Did you know that epilepsy affects 3 million Americans and 1 in 26 people living with epilepsy? Did you know epilepsy is a brain disorder that causes reoccurring, unprovoked seizures? Well, Hardy Hands Foundation is here to answer these questions and more. Hardy Hands Foundation is a 501c3 organization based out of South Carolina that was founded by Kim Hardy in November of 2017. We offer seizure first aid education, patient and caregiver support, therapeutic support animal education, and so much more. For more details or, or how to book us for speaking engagements about epilepsy, visit our website at www.hardyhands.com. Thank you so much for coming back with us. If you're just joining us, you are at Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. I am your host and producer. Uh, Kiva Lernies Murdoch. So thank you so much for coming back and joining us. During our broadcast, I did not mention our supporters who've been engaging and watching with us during the show. I just wanted to shout you guys out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Mindy, Isley, Linda, 
thank you so much. She agreed that yes, healing is a process. Yes, it is, honey. You got to, got to, got to go through that entire process of healing. Fertina Kirkendall, thank you, queen. I love you to live. You are with us all the time. Um, she says freedom. Yes, the healing will create some freedom in your life. And it just helps to just bring things into perspective. So thank you so much for always showing up and engaging. Thank you so much, Kim Hardy. She is the founder of Hardy Hands Foundation. You just saw her um, commercial just recently. So definitely reach out to her. She has a lot of initiatives going on right now with Hardy Hands Foundation. So, and yes, I'm going to put that plug out there. So definitely reach out to her, especially if you are in the rural areas, okay? We are, and I am on the board of Hardy Hands Foundation. So I'm so honored to be um, affiliated with such a wonderful organization. And we're really working really hard to get into those rural areas. So if you are living in a rural area and if you need some epileptic support, definitely reach out to us at Hardy Hands Foundation, okay? Um, and my cousin, my family member, Maxine, thank you so much for watching. Maxine, I greatly appreciate you. I just love you guys to life. And these are my repeat watchers. So I am so glad that you found value in what I shared tonight. Um, uh, unfortunately, my guest could not come on tonight, but we will try to record her portion of it and play it at a later date. So definitely show her some love and follow her on social media as well. Different. That is her name, Different. So family, until next time, thank you so much for watching again. I love you guys to life. And until next time, continue to share, connect, and glow because we understand that building your network also builds your network. So until next week, peace and blessings. Good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place book and watch us on apple tv roku and amazon fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide